0: Well, go on ladies and gents, my name is Felix, you're listening to Uva Radio, to the right of me here I have Enrique, and today we've got something very special for you, we'll be interviewing the ambassador of Albania to the Kingdom of the Netherlands, Adia Sakichi, it's a tough pronunciation but I think I did it justice, and uh, yeah, thank you very much for coming in, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fine, I had a very nice day with the students of the University of Amsterdam sharing some thoughts on um, the past... The present and also the future. I see. Sounds inspiring.
0: Yeah. And um, Albania is a country I think that a lot of people listening won't know a lot about. It's a quite an underrated country, I feel. I was yes. looking into it yesterday and has a very interesting history. Yes. Um, obviously, it was a communist state. And yes. for a very, very long time, it's separated from the Soviet Union. Yes. And if you're a communist state and you weren't aligned with the Soviet Union, then you were screwed in many ways because you couldn't get support. So they were completely self-sufficient yes. for many decades. Yes.
1: We were self-sufficient for many decades. We broke with the Russian uh, Federation uh, or Soviet Union uh, in those days in '62 to join um, the Maoist China. Yeah, mm-hmm. because we did not agree at that moment of his in history with the um, path that uh, the Russian, the Soviet Union took after the death of Stalin. We were a very Stalinist country. Mm-hmm. Actually, I would compare Albania during communism to North Korea. Of today, we were very isolated, and that is why our economy actually uh, suffered a lot, because it's about economy, and when you don't trade, you uh, are, remain in that uh, poverty line, uh, consequences of which we suffer today. Economically mm-hmm. speaking, we are, doing, we are doing great compared to where we were uh however economically speaking we need to uh we have competition from the eu countries and it's e- the eu countries that stir us to more economic development to um a better regulations uh simplified procedures a uh, better business climate that we tried to reach in, uh, in 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 albania of course these are all things that you cannot do again alone and the lesson of the past is very eminent now in the present, uh, we are, uh, that's why we're very ambitious to anchor ourselves with not only the region, but also the mm. EU market. And that is a big challenge. And that is where we are focusing and uh, putting a lot of energy.
0: That's really good. And how is that transition from um, communism and having no democracy to, I think it was the Fourth Republic, wasn't it, in 1992? Um, where they established democracy and they yes. established well, capitalism. Yes. Was that an easy transition? Because for well, a lot of countries it wasn't especially well, in the Balkans.
1: Well it was not an easy transition at all but it was a necessary transition mm. because whatever you do has to be done for the better and mm. what uh, now when we see, we look back at what we, where we were and where we are now the transformation is tremendous. Uh, you cannot imagine how isolated what isolation does to a country to a nation mm. to its people, and how thirsty we were for um, for, for for opening up. Uh, that you go also to the extreme of opening up and 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 migrating, uh, and that was the biggest wave of migration was in '92. If you remember, people leaving, Albania, people leaving Albania in big sh- They went to Greece and Italy, Italy, yeah, Italy and else. also Greece, and uh, that um, that also kind of um <clears throat> characterizes a whole generation you know i remember one of the biggest fears i had i was like 13 14 was everybody was leaving my country ah people were leaving and they had a good reason to leave but uh the nice part of these kind of migrations is that people could turn tend to come back <laughs> not all of them But some of them come back, and now they come back with new ideas, with new business models, with more money, with uh, small and medium enterprises, with better, best experiences. Be it in Mm. culinary uh, field sectors, be it in innovation, be it in construction, be it in um, in 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 in, um, uh, financing. Anything, yeah. So in anything, so. That is so nice about uh, countries like Albania. There is so much potentiality, the uh, the, the uh, potentialities there, but, and it's up to us to make the best out
0: of it. And why it. is it that, because um, in 92, obviously, the uh, Soviet Union disbanded, mm-hmm. and all of the Eastern Bloc countries and the Soviet Union countries, they changed and adopted democracy or tried to and adopted capitalism. Why is it that Albania, if they had been self-sufficient and they weren't linked to that, mm-hmm. why did they also choose at that moment to completely reform the nation
1: because self-sufficiency was not enough economically speaking we were very very poor we just didn't know better we just didn't know better and that is uh, sometimes ignorance is a bliss but the moment that you know that uh, what is uh, welfare what is uh, a better economical situation what is better economical conditions of course that you want you strive for them and of course that you want to uh, want to be uh, part of of Europe, and I remember in those days when things were changing, many protests were in the streets. The protests that that um, that that brought the system down. Uh, it, it started with student protests, and they started with economical uh, economical uh, uh, requests. That then they developed into political requests. And one of the uh, motos of these protests was, "We want Albania like the rest of Europe." Mm. Uh, and and it's 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 funny enough, and this is the um, motto or the slogan that is still uh, echoing and it's still being used. But I have a slight problem with that motto, because the motto says we want Albania like the rest of Europe. I think it's high time, and it was then also high time, is to change that motto and to say. We will make Albania like the rest of Europe because wanting is not enough. Doing, acting, working for it is what it takes. Do you see already actions for this
2: happening in your country these days?
1: Yeah, well, I, these actions have been uh, prevalent during the whole uh, uh, our our uh, transition history, which is after the nineties. We are still in transition, so we are uh, we have now a new generation is born after communism and they are 27 years old mm. uh, and they are transition kids and these are the kids that i mean the youth the youngsters who are actually uh, the, the the future and who are now there and are eager to lead the country and to give the country a new impetus mm. it seems
2: like it was always or throughout the history it was there was a lot of youth protests happening that yes. ch- uh, changed Yes, Uh, the country. Do you think, let's say, the wish to join the EU is something that um, is an overarching wish that connects generations? Yeah,
1: there is, uh, there was a survey conducted only last week by uh, the European uh, representation in uh, Albania. Uh, More than ninety percent of the Albanians are very pro-European, but that also has to do with questions of identity. We feel European. Europe is in our DNA. Uh, we were taken away from from Europe. We were isolated for a long time. Yeah. Uh, we came out of also many conflicts uh, before the uh, First World War, but also during the First World War, or Second World War, and uh, then we 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 ended up in this um, isolated sort of system, like a Truman Show. It was like a Truman Show yeah. actually, and then <laughs> uh, you wake up to to see that it's all fake and then you want uh, Albania to be the rest of Europe. But now I think it's high time to say, we will make Albania like the rest of Europe. Mm -hmm. And this is the power of the young generation, of the new generation of people who have studied abroad, who come back and who try with many difficulties, with many challenges to change the realities, to change the mentalities, because it's also a question of mentality changes.
0: And there's a lot of protests going on in Albania right now. Yes. And um, yes. What does that look like, and what does that mean for the mm. country? Do you think?
1: Well, I, as I said, I uh, I was only uh, in the in my my youth is marked by protests. It's mm-hmm. not the first time that there are protests. There have. How
0: old were you when? Um,
1: when the system fell, yeah. I was fourteen. Were you? Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you were
2: not on the streets, or do you have any? I remember. I remember. Of course, I she remember. was on the streets. Okay, <laughs> at <laughs> the front. Yeah. Yeah, I was not at the front. I was
1: throwing just, the rocks. I was just looking at how they dragged the the, um, the statue of the mm-hmm. of the, our dictator in Tirana in, in February ninety two. Hodja. Yes. Hoxha. Uh, that was very impressive, and that meant change, and that was a drastic change, and it was the the moment of 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 of, of freedom Freedom, but you need to be well educated to understand freedom because your freedom starts when somebody else's freedom uh ends Mm. uh and you cannot
0: their freedom to take away your freedom yes exactly so
1: you need to manage that freedom and the biggest challenge we had after communism except for the economical challenge was how to manage this freedom we had and when you don't have an educational freedom, sometimes things go wrong. Uh, I think protests are the very democratic manifestation of a democratic society. And they should Definitely. be yeah, keeping sure. on. And we should uh, always be able to protest. Because I lived in a system that never protested. In a way, we're compensating with the past, uh. with the protest, And the protests are, are, are necessary for a democratic system. With one condition, that the protests cannot be violent. If the protests are violent, then this is something where a red line is crossed. And with the recent protests, unfortunately, violence was used.
0: There was a bomb, wasn't there, against... Well, not
1: only one, many Molotov uh, cocktails Um, were thrown. Uh, I think it really damages Mm -hmm. Albania in the sense that it damages our tourism, it damages our image, because we can be better than bombs, molotovs, and if you want to make a point, you don't need to be violent. Violence brings you nowhere. So I think we should keep on having peaceful protests whenever we don't agree with things. Uh, The system allows for that, but we should also use this freedom with
0: caution. And what are the protesters asking for?
1: Well, the protesters are asking for many things, and there is, I think, first and foremost economical dissatisfaction. However, the protesters are now asking for the overthrow of the system, mm. uh, which is also not normal in a democracy to happen to have a revolution in these days. Oh, that one, sounds very radical. One, yeah. The, uh, so the protests have now a very extreme language of overthrowing the system by uh, protests, which is not uh, a phenomenon of uh, uh, nowadays democracy, where we strive to to belong. In your
2: talk earlier, you talked about freedom a lot and uh, you said young people, they don't see what privileges they have these
1: days. Yes, because I, I feel very rich myself. Uh, and I feel rich not because I'm from Albania. I feel rich because I have seen also a dark side of history. Uh, I have lived the dark side of history and i very well aware of what... We don't want, and it's very important for the youth of European Union to know what are they fighting for or what are they standing for. Uh, Because if they don't want this European Union as it is, what is the alternative? You always have to think in those terms. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. What is the alternative? So that is a question that each one of us has to take. It's funny that you see... um
0: into account China and Albania used to be very very close and they were top allies yes and then around 92 I think was the same time when China um, got capitalism the same as Albania but they decided not to have freedom with it and now Albania makes a big part of who they are and their rhetoric of saying we want freedom freedom was how we you know got democracy on that platform and China have done the exact opposite and they've actually solidified their lack of freedom yes
1: But we cannot compare both countries, of course not. But I was going (laughs) to ask. um, We're so small. Yeah. What's the relationship
0: Uh, like now? Well, the relationship is a very
1: mature relationship in the sense that we broke with China as well at a certain point of our communism. So we reestablished our relations in the nineties, and our relations are uh, are mature, but they are not, and there is no nothing specific about the relations of Albania. With China, when you compare to the relations of of other countries in the Southeast Europe with China, China is seen as an investor, uh, and we are at least cautious about what sort of investments we are seeking and how sustainable these investments are. So we are careful with Chinese investments because we are really uh, watching out uh, also with our uh, yeah, knowledge. that's smart because there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of
0: Eastern European countries which yeah. take these investments like Montenegro recently. Yeah. And um, they don't really think about the implications or yeah. what this could mean in terms of geopolitics yeah. or who's gonna be building these roads, yeah. who's gonna pay for the debts, yeah. what happens when you can't pay the debts. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of soft power.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of soft power, but there is a lot of there are also many things on the table so that when you take a decision, we yeah, we have to be careful. Sometimes beggars are not choosers. Of
0: course. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and that is a problem in an in a, in a area that is not economically as developed as the rest of the EU. Uh, however, <coughs> uh, I need to say that we welcome very much uh, European investments and we would like to see Europe- more and more European companies come to our region and embrace our region because there is so much to explore in our region. And one of the companies, for example, that we are very proud of having, also uh, dealing in a very cautious way is Shell. Shell is very big now in Albania. They Mm. just signed a big contract because we are a country that is very rich in oil and gas, Mm. onshore and offshore. So having in mind and keeping in mind the the, the mistakes of the past, trying to alternate with uh, alternative energy Shell's presence in Albania is a very welcomed um, thing.
0: I I imagine it's very welcomed because obviously you get more money from it. But from an environmental perspective, it's problematic. Well, that's that's why I said uh,
1: uh, in combination with alternative energy, we will not make the same mistakes of the past. That is our advantage, that we have a know-how from other countries, from other experiences. And that's why for us, European Union experience is a very good instrument because it tells you what and what not to do. However, sometimes decisions are made on very practical basis. Uh, uh, but I'm not talking about that, but I think that what is very important in this phase of our development is to take into account all the mistakes of the past and to try to learn from them.
2: Yeah. Also, again, early in your talk, in combination with the European Union and the challenges um, it faces these days. Uh, you talk about long-term solutions are needed. What kind of long-term solutions would you have in mind?
1: Well, uh, the stage
2: Albania finds
1: itself today, as we speak, is uh, where we are preparing. We are fulfilling uh, conditions to improve the in- functioning of our institutions with one main goal, to improve the everyday life of our citizens. First and foremost, EU is a very good instrument for the life of our citizens because it is it is in the function of the citizens that eu has to be seen first of all i think that eu uh, and i mentioned this also in my speech is a peace project eu came out of came out as a project that was offered to maintain the peace balances and to offer peace without peace and security you cannot build your societies. Of course, so, yeah. first of all, coming from Albania, uh, I am talking about the experience of our neighbors. Albania was never; it was not a country that participated in the Yugoslav wars in the nineties. But we had the impact of those wars in economical terms because you are economically as strong as your neighbors, and if the neighbors are in war, that means that your economy will also suffer from that. Yeah. <clears throat> so, actually, EU is the solution to our region, because it's, first of all, the primordial condition for peace. Mm. The moment that you have peace, you also have prosperity, because then you build trade and relations, and then you start to get better off, economically speaking. So second, (laughs) for me, uh, is the EU is is an economical project that will bring wealth and uh, welfare to the people. And then, and then, and then, and then, of course, of course, and these all these two big pillars of peace and economical development are based on common values, common values with respect to human rights, Mm. with respect to all these things that we did not respect during the communist Albania. So we are more aware of what human rights are really stand for because we saw people taken taken their human rights away. Uh, and, and, and and that is something, a lesson that you don't forget. And that's yeah. why I feel very privileged to have yeah. lived that part so that I don't forget. Well, uh, the, genera- the new generation in Albania born after communism that knows only tra- uh, transition has a different take on this. And I hope that, that their parents and their grandparents tell them what not to do, because it's very important. What
0: it used to be like. Yes, yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. yes. I couldn't agree with you more on that. I've always thought that people often misunderstand what the EU is really about. And that firstly, it originated from a coal and steel community of linking the economies of countries. That's the main benefit of it, is the breaking down trade barriers yeah. between neighboring countries exactly. who have similar sized economies and GDP exactly. enables them to grow together. And it enables the entire region to grow together. And then the peace as well. And I've always thought that you know, as I watched Brexit unfold and I watched it get straw manned and made into things that it wasn't, people were focusing on the legal side of it, on the political side of it, on immigration, things that were not really important. Exactly. And people, the economic thing, if you, if you tried arguing that, everybody would be able to argue politically, oh, maybe we don't want it because we just don't want to be... Mm part of this union. You could mm. say legally maybe we just don't want these laws. You could say immigration maybe we just don't like brown people, you know? But with economics, there's no argument. No, if okay. they try and say oh it makes sense to leave economically, no, they're no. wrong. No. You are you are wrong, please shut up, exactly. you know? And with exactly. peace as well, people just forget the fact that we were at war with Germany yeah. and we killed half a million of them, and they yeah. killed half a million of us. Yes. And the suffering to a generation of that cause, everyone has just forgotten exactly. about it. And I really think that if people understood that about the EU a bit more, what you've just said, yes. we'd be a lot better yes, off right now. Yes,
1: yes, yes. This is what we need in, uh, the, in the long term. And in the long term, there is a perception problem going on. I mean, there is a perception, there is a misperception, actually, I should say, when it comes to the... Part of Europe I come from, which is called Western Balkans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it's called Western Balkans, because we are west of what? We are Southeast Europe. We are part of Europe, surrounded by EU countries. People call us Western Balkans. So this is where the perception starts to be very wrong. So first of all, there is a misperception in the EU that if countries from our region, from Southeast Europe, will become members now in June, no, we will not become members at all now. This is a very long process. And then (coughs) there are countries that are sceptical towards the enlargement. They call it enlargement, but I don't think it is enlargement because we are not going to become members now. Uh, As they say, you are not ready for it. You're not ready to enlarge, and Europe is not ready to enlarge because we are busy with Brexit now. What Brexit did to UK, what Brexit is is doing to the EU is also parallel to what Brexit is doing to, to is doing in our region, because Brexit has totally paralyzed, in a way, this enthusiasm for making uh, the enthusiasm to extend the space of freedom. Mm. I see enlargement <laughs> as extension of the space of freedom, where everybody can uh practice and exercise their freedom in respect to the others <clears throat> now brexit has paralyzed eu but it also has paralyzed our hopes for a for a future yeah. within this space of freedoms now what is something a point that i want to make is that skeptical countries or the countries in the eu are saying well listen we are we don't have any appetite for enlargement because we cannot for enlargement now because we are going through a divorce well now i want to explain something what we want to see happening and what would offer us a perspective, and that is only a psychological perspective, is the opening of the negotiations with the EU. The opening of the negotiations with the Between EU... Between
0: Albania and the EU. Uh, and
2: yeah. the EU you called it going mean, to
1: school earlier. Yes. <laughs> does not mean that you're going to become a member. Yeah. No. Negotiations are a very long process. But
0: Albania is a candidate state, We are a candidate yeah.
1: without negotiating. We would like okay. to start the technical work that is actually a costless thing for the EU because it doesn't change anything for our citizens. What it does, it gives us a scope. Uh, it gives us a project that keeps our people in the country to work for the country instead of leaving the country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. And this is, a, uh, this is an injection of drives and hopes, actually, for to improve our country. And what I, w- I want to come back to the example I gave you when on the, our way here, some uh, skeptical countries say, "No, no, no, you are not ready for that because you are not, mm, you don't uh, meet the standards." Well, we do meet the standards that were put to us to open the negotiations, but we don't meet the standards to become member. Of course not. We are yes. far from uh, meeting the standards of becoming members. And the example I use and I will reuse now is some countries are asking us to have a diploma uh, or a PhD degree. Well, actually, we are at a stage of going to school. We cannot deliver that Mm -hmm. PhD diploma because we need first to go to school. And the negotiations are like going to school. We are like kids almost wearing our uniforms and we yeah. don't know whether we can go to school or not
2: but are very very enthusiastic about going to well, school very and i enthousi- guess that's something that not
1: enthusiastic <laughs> about, exactly. going to school, about opening up to knowledge to instruments to betterment of your everyday life of your yeah. institutions of your of your of, of the services to the citizens because it's all about public health public transport it's about it's about those basic things yeah. in life and it's about the best examples from the EU to be exported to the to our region.
0: Yeah, I think it's about incentivizing as well and giving exactly. your population, your government, all institutions a reason to work harder. Exactly. Because you can say, oh, if we do these 20 things, we can be a part of the EU. And right now you don't really have any concrete goals to work towards. It's just, oh, yeah, we want it. They're like, maybe you can, but they haven't actually given you any time. No, we do
1: have our goals. We do have our goals, actually, and that's why a commission report comes every year to evaluate how we have done uh, with the goals that were set a previous year. And that is called progress report or used to be called progress report. Now the word progress is also very uh, dangerous. Debatable, debatable. (laughs) So it is a uh, a report on uh, how we have done on the priorities that were set for us. These reports are evaluated by experts of the EU European Commission. They are presented to the uh, European member states and the European member states have to decide whether they agree to that evaluation. Uh, However, we see that these targets are moving Mm -hmm. and the same targets that were, were set last year kind of become different. Uh, this yeah. year, because yeah. of political situations, do they become harder to achieve? Yes, they become harder to achieve. So
2: it's the EU who sets those goals, and then all of a
1: sudden they change their mind. Yes, and and, and that is why I said what Brexit did to us oh, is very very uh, detrimental. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, actually, nobody <laughs> actually makes the link, it, but, yeah. but the inward looking of Europe from the moment that Brexit had a such a result yeah. is. Uh, is and then they
0: had to start thinking about you know, to use military terms, defense, not offense, exactly. you know, and that I can see how now in the European elections, nobody's really talking about the enlargement of the EU. Exactly. Because they're so worried exactly. about Brexit. Exactly. And that's the main thing on the agenda. But they shouldn't have to affect each other. Exactly. If, if anything, I would say that a great way to show that this doesn't concern you and mm-hmm. that this isn't relevant, of course, it's relevant, but not no. crucial. That the EU still stays strong. It's, it's exactly, yeah. is to tr- enlarge and to yeah. say, or at least to negotiate yeah. to enlarge. Exactly. And it's sad but it's that about something like that. it's about stability. It's about
1: stability. It's about security. It's about uh, exporting that space of freedom and making uh, making Europe a very stable continent. Because if you see geographically speaking, where we are, we are surrounded by EU countries, and yeah. we are a grey zone in that. And yeah. you can you cannot afford to have a destabilized zone there, where in the historical terms East has always met West. But now, with all the knowledge, with all the, the economical capacities and, 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 and political capacities, we can have that zone as a European zone. And the will and the predisposition of, of the countries in the region are to become uh, one market. One market uh, without a border regulation, without... And, of course, defend our borders. Albania is one of the first countries... That only on the 1st of May signed a Frontex agreement with the agency, European Agency of Coastal Guarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be uh, concluding operations together with Frontex to protect and guard the um, the borders of of the Adriatic Sea. So we are we can if you see our geographical position, we are very very important and we are very happy that we are also NATO country and if you see that the Adriatic now uh, with the the membership of Montenegro, with the membership also of North Macedonia now uh, which is taking place as we speak that we are uh, securing those borders and the Transition to the Adriatic Sea. So I th- I'm very, we are very happy that we are NATO members to be able to mm, contribute in stability and peace if, uh, for that matter. But peace cannot come without the values that the EU brings, expertise that the EU brings. So EU is a very necessary way that we cannot miss in our region. I,
2: I guess with the EU comes also, let's say, the opening of borders and more tourism, right? Do you, what do you think is um, to come to the country Albania yeah. itself? Maybe um, we can talk about the culture a bit and what Albania yes. has to offer. Well, Why do you
1: think people we, should come to Albania? We are <laughs> a country that has three hundred days of sun. <laughs> oh, really? We are really? a country here. Yeah. Yeah. We are yeah. Mediterranean. <laughs> <to Albania. laughs> <laughs> uh, we are north of Greece, in front of Italy. Mm. Uh, we have many olive trees. We have I love uh, very, I, I'm <laughs> a big fan of olive trees. have also yeah. got
0: 700,000 bunkers, don't you? We
1: have, we had them. <laughs> they have been now transformed into either uh, 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 tourist attractions or they have been destroyed, they are taken away. But we have uh, a, a very nice, we can offer a very nice. Culinary experiences, good wine. really? Uh, good wine, good good, good rakia, which is a Ooh. very uh, strong. Uh, nice, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, very I had busy. some rakia
0: in uh, Bosnia and Montenegro. Yeah, well, I, I it think was heavy. Oh, yeah, it's it's quite <laughs> heavy, but you don't have a hangover,
1: I think, after that. If it's you all that purely drink Raki, you don't have. A
0: people in Montenegro always said to me, "You don't drink it because it's fun." you drink it cuz it's rakia. And that <laughs> Maybe. Was, they, they, didn't, they didn't think about it too much i was like, like i like that is yeah. it something Maybe. that
2: people brew at home yes, like they yeah. make home, this homemade homemade it's the national spirit yeah it's the national spirit the balkan spirit
1: it's the Balkan spirit but we also have 450 uh kilometers of coastline we have uh, four big lakes in albania we do you can do paragliding river rafting you can do lots of All adventurous things, things yeah. and they do not cost a lot we are still uh, very very affordable tourism is very affordable in albania and you can fly especially in september directly. i heard yeah, <laughs> directly from uh, from amsterdam to tirana uh mm-hmm. yeah it, it's in september i i would uh, suggest uh, september because august is like it's like in italy ferragosto everybody's on holiday yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. it's very 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 busy and the prices go up because there is not enough offer anymore because everybody's on holiday and of course, our coast is also very uh, much loved by our neighbors, uh, North Macedonia, Kosovo. They do come to to enjoy our beaches. Yeah. Our beaches are wonderful. You cannot imagine. We have the Adriatic Sea with sand, and then we have the uh, Ionic Sea with uh, pebbles and mm. uh, rocks. And its nicest thing is to dive in the uh, um, Ionic Sea where you the water is so transparent that mm. you Still don't play. need Ooh. any water. Google Google Gaggles. Yeah. Googles. 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. Yes. Do you miss it? Do you miss it? I that, do ben? miss yeah. it, but I'm going very soon for a week with some top um, l- uh, ladies from the Netherlands. Okay. Business ladies. We're going to explore the coast and take some boat trips. And then do also some business and Obviously. also uh, <laughs> on also the beach, meet some <laughs> business on the beach. <laughs> yes. Well, well, beach is uh, it, it's a business. It needs to develop. Our shipyards Quite need sure. to develop, our Team boats building. need to t- yeah. Yeah. Develop, develop, our marinas need to develop, because we have so much potential that uh, it's it's thrilling to to be able to see the change, actually.
0: Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, You right. mentioned um, Kosovo a second ago. I wanted to ask you yes. about that and that situation. Because, obviously, the majority of the Kosovo population is, ethnically Albanian. Yes. And some people in Albania, some people in Kosovo, um, would, would want unification between the two states. Um, how do you feel about that, and what do you think would be the best solution for it? Oh,
1: well, Kosovo was uh, unknown uh, to us, uh, I, I'm talking about my generation, because we did not have diplomatic relations with ex-Yugoslavia mm-hmm. before, and we got to know... Also Kosovo after communism, we had heard about it.
0: And they they speak Albanian, correct? They speak
1: Albanian, Mm -hmm. and it's uh, Mm -hmm. it's a bit like uh, speaking British English and American English. uh, And it's 90% of the Kosovans. so it's a lot. Yes, so uh, Kosovo was a part of ex-Yugoslavia that was not Slavic Mm -hmm. speaking. Uh, And and Kosovo is an independent country now since 2000...
0: are they recognized by Albania they of course they're recognized okay. by Albania
1: they yeah. are recognized by most of the countries they are recognized by 116 countries okay okay yes. but not
0: NATO and
1: no NATO and no not, no EU well the same uh, situation the, yeah. as us but there are also five EU countries that do not recognize Kosovo due to their um, um, uh, domestic political situation uh, and this is some somehow a big um, um, big challenge that needs to be overcome, because there is no other way uh, to um, pacify and to stabilize our region than to have an independent Kosovo that is within the European family of nations. Definitely, And we do support that, and we do support the uh, independence of Kosovo and the well-functioning and the membership of Kosovo in all international organizations possible. At the same time, I also think you are as strong as your neighbor. The moment that your neighbor is in difficulty, then these difficulties will be felt at some point in your um, house. So uh, we would like to see strong neighbors, uh, fully functional neighbors, neighbors who are um, are, are are equal among equals.
0: Mm. That's crazy, though, that you had no idea that Kosovo was Albanian until nineteen ninety two.
1: Well, we had an idea, but it was, we did not, we had,
0: we had also yet. many,
1: many, many wrong ideas. I said it was like a Truman show. Yeah. Uh, so many things did not uh, make sense. Hmm. But then uh, you rediscover that uh, after the fall of uh, of the wall. Uh, it
0: gives some hope for North Korea as well to think yes, that used I'm, I'm to, sure. Albania used to be like, like yes, this. and yes, yes, They managed I'm to come I'm out. I'm sure, of
1: it. I'm sure. And it's, first of all, it's an economical cha- challenge, as say. Uh, And and, I mean, that was also the biggest, uh, biggest um, trauma, people leaving the country. So uh, it's also a big uh, national um, priority to build Albania and and to make it European and to make it in Albania and not leave Albania. So we are a small country. We're only three million. Mm-hmm. we have uh, we are a very young country with um, our average uh, population is 30 years old 28 30 Ooh. so we are very very young that's really young uh, he's very right? young <laughs> and it's uh, then you, if you come there you will feel the vibes and you see how much drive vibes. there is yeah, yeah. Yes. that right. sounds well, very
0: good uh, yeah i mean i yeah. think on that note we'll end it here we're yeah. getting on a bit thank you very much for coming in it's been a pleasure chatting to you.
2: yeah we it really was, appreciate that you took the time after the talk and, um, it was, it was lovely talking to you Anytime. And
0: everyone <laughs> everyone listening, go visit Albania. Because summer. it is an Sick. amazing place <laughs> with a lot of potential.
2: Summer summer breaks on the spot. Exactly. So around the corner, you
1: guys. You most welcome. You will Tirana a-
0: 2019. <laughs> Get a hashtag in.
1: Hospitality. Uh, and we have lots of um, festivals and music events at, in our coast, in our beaches. Uh, it's, it's, it's really, really beautiful, nice. It's the and new Berlin. Yes, yes, yes. Cheap and chic sometimes, yes. We don't want anything else. Yes. All
2: right, thank you so much. uh, Thank you. Catch you guys later. Goodbye. Bye.
0: (laughs) In a bit.